The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to episode 19 of That Supplement Show. Today, we're talking about a plan for healthy aging because like it or not, we're all getting older. Our nutritional needs change as we progress through life, as do the health concerns that we tend to focus on. Abby and Colleen are here to discuss why a multivitamin is important as we age and the differences between a general formulation versus one designed for men and women over 55. Dr. Aaron Stokes also joins the show to hone in on our digestive system and our bones, both are key areas to consider now, but especially in our 50s and up. The clock's ticking, so let's go. Abby, how was your weekend? It was really good. Thanks for asking. Nice and relaxing. How about you? Oh, sounds nice. Um, mine was great. Uh, what did we do? My parents came for dinner and, as always, had a great time with them. Um, actually, have a little apropos anecdote for you. Um, so as my girls are getting older, I find it really uh, humorous to draw comparisons between what their world is like now and mine was like as a child at their age. And my nine-year-old, my oldest, she always jokes when my parents are over that grandpa won't stop talking about his diet and his nutrition and his health. Um, And she's really right. I mean, he is what you would dare say obsessed. (laughs) Um, For me at this age, I I like to engage with him in these conversations and he always teaches me something. Um, But when I was nine, I remember being bored to tears as well when my dad sat there talking with my grandma and they would just go on and on about health and nutrition and they just absolutely never got tired of the subject. And, you know, when you think about it as a healthy kid, boundless energy, these topics don't really seem to matter because it's as we age that we begin to experience things like less energy and we get more tired and we feel more of the effects of everyday living and That is when we start to, you know, some of us obsess and some of us just get a little bit intrigued about what we can do to fuel that tank, right? Absolutely spot on. It reminds me of when my one of my friends was over with her daughters and we were having a little sleepover and we set up a tent in the living room and at night they wanted to sleep in the on the floor in the tent and I was kind of shocked because I laid there for 30 seconds and thought my back was going to (laughs) break. My kids are elastic and they're, you know hopefully, of course, super, super healthy. And we take that for granted as we start to get older. Yes. And so, hey, that's our topic at hand today. Um, Healthy aging, you know, because we are, whether we like it or not, we're all getting older uh, moment by moment. Um, Now, as I've done this show with you for a while, um, I feel like I've gained tons of insight and info from you and from Dr. Aaron Stokes, our naturopath, um, who we're going to call later, by the way. And so, At this point, it does seem kind of old hat to get into nutrient gaps to kick off the conversation on healthy aging. But at the same time, what's a show on supplemental health without quickly addressing uh, the deficiencies that we're dealing with as a population? And I thought maybe we could start there and, you know, maybe you want to rattle off some of those staggering statistics that we like to reference. Yeah, absolutely. The first one I want to mention, because it's the one that kind of blows my mind the most, is that 15 million people have low vitamin C levels. And the reason that one surprises me so much is compared to some of the other numbers we'll talk about in a second, it seems relatively low, although 15 million is still a ton of people, but it's really easy to get vitamin C in the diet. And yet we're still seeing that kind of rate of deficiency. Another one is 18 million of us are deficient in vitamin B12. And that's one that I think we're going to kind of hit on today becomes more and more important as we age. We also see 30 million people deficient in B6, 
which is really important for you know nervous system health, really vital nutrient, that equates to about one in 10 people in the United States. And then D3, I think you know this is probably going to be a pretty big number, especially where we live up here in you know northern New England. But 66 million people have insufficiency of D3. And if we look at the people with deficiency, that number jumps up to 90 million in total having suboptimal levels of D3. So these nutrient deficiencies are very much real. We're encountering them every day. And, you know, in some cases like B12, as I mentioned, it gets more challenging as we get older. Yeah, you're right, Abby. I mean, there's there's a lot of deficiencies out there. And that is why anybody, not just the aging population, but them included, might consider just taking a basic multivitamin. It's kind of that first and foremost foundational thing um, that we can do to support our health, um, you know, both in the here and now and for the future. And actually, we just recorded a short, what we're calling a mini-sode, you know, less than 10-minute discussion, which is really quick for you and me. On that was hard for us, but we did it. <laughs> we did. Um, on, it was, you know, a quick discussion on how to select a multivitamin to suit your needs based on age, gender, and then that overall likelihood of actually taking the multi versus letting that jar sit there and collect dust. Um, so I'll make sure that there's a link in today's uh, show notes to that episode. Perfect. And we've talked a lot about our doctor-formulated multis in the past, but if we remember, those are two-a-day formulas. Not everybody wants to take two tablets a day, and that's where one-a-days come in, and those can be great options for people. And our line of one-daily multivitamins here at Megafood, it's been around forever, but it was kind of missing some options. And we've offered over 55 formulators in our doctor-formulated multi-line for a few years now, but we didn't have that age-specific age-specific offering for the One Daily fans until now. So we now have Women Over 55 One Daily and its men's counterpart, Men Over 55 One Daily, and they've been added to the range of multis that we're looking at. If someone wanted higher potencies, we have Multi for Women 55 Plus and its male counterpart, both in that doctor-formulated multi-line. They're going to deliver excellent nutrition, including those active methylated forms of B12 and folate, as well as the nutrient choline, all of that in two tablets a day. Maybe less convenient, but is it super complete? You betcha. Yeah. So there's the essential reminder that healthy aging can start with a multi. Now, I know something that's notable about our multis is the absence of ca- calcium, which is sort of like this you know, classic mineral. We've talked about this before. And just to re- for you know, my own sake of remembering, we eliminate that because it's kind of a big mineral, right? And it's really hard to fit into the tablets. Like all that nutrition just doesn't really fit. Is that, is that why? That's part of the reason. It's especially true when you're delivering food state nutrients like we are at Megafood when these nutrients are being delivered with food. So they're physically pretty big to fit into a tiny one a day or two a day multi. But in reality, it's recommended that you take your calcium and actually your magnesium at least two hours apart from your multivitamin. And that's especially important when we're when we're talking about the aging population because we're really focused on bone support with those minerals, calcium and magnesium. Okay. So the two hours apart, is that for better absorption? Is that why we do that? Yes, it absolutely is. And and there's some other factors at play too. So I was thinking, as you mentioned earlier on when we were chatting, this might be a good time to call Dr. Erin Stokes to discuss. Really a great area for her to cover. What do you think? Oh, I think that's perfect. And actually after that, she can weigh in on digestive health too, since that seems to fit into our topic today. All right, let's do it. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by two of our newest product offerings, Women Over 55 One Daily and Men Over 55 One Daily. Women and men over the age of 55 
have unique health needs, and these two new one daily multivitamin formulations are designed exactly with those needs in mind. Get a healthy, powerful boost from food state nutrients, methylfolate, and methylated B12. You'll also get support for energy and mood, but without the iron most multis have, since it's not recommended for this age group. Each formulation contains the specific vitamin potencies to benefit women and men respectively, and it's all packed up in one convenient single tablet serving, because sometimes simplicity is essential. Like I said, these one per day multis are all about you. Hello, this is Dr. Aaron Stokes. Hi, Aaron. This is Abigail and Colleen calling. How are you? Hi, Abby. Hi, Colleen. I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you two doing? We're doing great, and we're really excited to connect with you today because we're discussing some nutritional needs specific to the aging population. And we were just chatting about uh, bone health, supplementing with calcium and magnesium separate from your multi. We thought you might really have a lot to offer that conversation. Yes, I love to weigh in. Healthy aging is one of my favorite topics. And I'm one of those people that truly believes that you can get better with age. And although there are certain key nutrients we really want to watch out for and make sure that we're getting into our diet through including nutrient-dense foods like avocados, blueberries, broccoli, kale, those are some of my favorites, salmon if you eat seafood, I really love this topic because I think that a lot of people, they're learning more as they, as they age and they're focusing on their health more. So it's, it's something I enjoy talking about. So you wanted to start with the question around calcium? Was that it? Yeah, I think if we could start chatting about bone health, because at least when I start to think about healthy aging and, you know, over 55, that's one of, I think, the biggest things to come to mind for a lot of us. Yeah. And what I was asking Abby right before we called you was, you know, wondering about the, you know, better absorption of calcium and magnesium coming from taking those minerals separately from your general multivitamin. And so I think a lot of people want to know, why is that? Sure. You got it. Well, it's true. We, we really want to focus on bone health throughout life. And there certainly is a stronger focus as we move into our 50s, 60s, and beyond. Uh, bone mass stops increasing around age 30, you know, up until about 30, our bone mass is increasing. And then from there on out, we want to focus on maintaining and supporting our bone health. And calcium and magnesium, the simplest way that I like to talk about it is that they're both really large minerals. And because they are so large, if you put them in a multivitamin, First of all, you usually can't get a meaningful potency in the multi, you know, because you're trying to put so many other vitamins and minerals in there. So that's the first thing. And then sec secondly, and perhaps more importantly, is because those calcium and magnesium, they're so large, they can impact the absorption of smaller minerals that are really key for our health and wellness. For example, zinc. So they can negatively impact the absorption of zinc. And zinc is crucial for, as we know, immune system function, healthy wound healing, and many other components. So to really maximize all of your absorption of your vitamins and minerals, it's best to take your bone health formula separately by at least about two to three hours. And a lot of people like to take it in the evening just because they find that that's easier for them. Now, I've also heard that it's really important to get just the right of amount of calcium because isn't it true that if we get too much it kind of can we can kind of build it up in places other than our bones where maybe we don't want it 
It is true. And the thing is, is that bone is a living matrix. So we really have to think about that when we're thinking about supporting bone health. And for so many years, the focus was almost exclusively on calcium. And because of some of the absorption issues, the thought was just take as much calcium as you can, really high amounts. You know, you may have seen uh, recommendations like 1200 milligrams a day, these really high amounts, because the thought was you're not going to actually absorb that much of it. So just sort of flood your system with it. Well, <laughs> we've learned so much more since then. I mean, that was really sort of conventional thought a decade or so ago. And as we look at other key minerals like magnesium, we talked about magnesium is also really important for bone health as is vitamin D3, that's important for proper calcium absorption. Vitamin K2 is really important to help bring calcium into the bone. And so when you look at all of these different factors, you do want to get them in the right amounts. And particularly sometimes with minerals, we see this with calcium, we see this with iron, you really want to get sort of just the right amount. And the best way to do that is to start with food first and to focus on good food sources of calcium. And then again, like we were saying, to really take your bone formula, your bone building formula separate from your multi. And that's just based on the most recent research. And when we look at nutrient deficiencies in people as they're moving into their 50s and beyond, magnesium comes up repeatedly. You know, calcium, of course, is really important for bone health. Magnesium is very important for musculoskeletal health, they both are. And so it's nice to optimize the absorption of these minerals. So Aaron, a big takeaway from me for this is that I think a lot of us think of calcium as the be all end all for bone health, but you mentioned a lot of other players. So we're, we want to keep an eye out for a well-rounded formulation, it sounds like. Absolutely. You do. And you want to really, you know, supplements are just that. Supplements are really important, I think, in modern times because we do have gaps in our diet. And at the same time, you want to get excellent food sources. So if you're thinking about calcium, think about seeds like chia seeds. Um, if you do eat dairy, you know, cheese can be a good source and yogurt. If you don't, that's, a, that's okay. You can try something like seeds, nuts, um, sardines works. If that, again, if that works in your diet, beans and lentils. And so I think it's all about education as always as empowerment and doing that combination of eating your best diet, you know, living your best life. Um, we, we can't talk about bone health without talking about the importance of weight bearing exercise throughout your entire life. And if you haven't started yet, you can start today. You know, it's important Weight-bearing exercise is how we use our bones and we keep them strong. And that's an important component of bone health as we age as well. That's great info, Erin. And you know, when you're young, you know, right when you said, what did you say, 30 was about when our bones, um, you know, stop, the bone mass stops being built and we need to maintain. Even when, when that point hits, I think a lot of us aren't there yet in thinking about our bone health. So, you know, just my takeaway here is, you know, maybe that's a good time to get your levels checked and just see, you know, what nutrients might I need at that age in order to make sure that my bones stay strong and intact. Definitely. And, you know, I, I feel like it's never too late to start. Today's always a new day and <laughs> you can start today. So, yes. 
Yeah. So bone health, not something that everybody's thinking about super early on, but interestingly enough, I feel like the other big topic that we want to hit on today, digestive health. Now that is something where, you know, I was talking with Abby earlier about listening to my grandma go on and on about her health as a kid. You know, digestion was huge for grandma. Like she loved to talk about her <laughs> digestion. But the weird thing is, is that, or not so weird, is that now I feel that, you know, the younger populations are definitely getting a little bit more aware of the importance of good digestive health. It seems like topics about our gut and our microbiome are big now, whereas they were not when I was a kid. Um, so this is our segue into talking about digestive health, both you know, at, really at any age, but then also as we age. Can we go there? Sure. Our digestive health is a cornerstone of everything, right? If you think about it, our digestion is strong and we're able to absorb our nutrients from our food and we're feeling like we're eliminating regularly. We're feeling good. And digestive issues can often arise in people when they're younger. And so I think it might be part of the reason why that focus happens earlier in life. And there is a lot of interest in our microbiome. There's a lot of current research around our microbiome. And first, we should probably define what that is. It's I was really just going to ask. Just our own little community of bacteria. And it's hard to believe, but there's, there's a lot of bacteria in there. And I sort of, when I talk with people about it, I talk about it's sort of like our own garden. And it has a lot to do with what we eat. It has a lot to do with medication. You know, we know that antibiotic use can negatively influence the health of our microbiome. We know that eating fermented foods like kimchi can positively influence the health of our microbiome. And that's really interesting, right? Because we can often look to history as a guide for maybe some of the ways that we should be living today. And if you look at historic cultures around the world, there's a there's a long history of fermented foods, in part because it was a way of preserving food. And it's also a way of having a healthy microbiome. So yes, there is a there's an increased focus in it in terms of what we eat and also supplementation. You know, the probiotics are a really strong category in the supplement world because people are recognizing the importance of digestive health and also how digestive health connects directly to immune health. Somewhere between 65 to 70% of our immune cells are actually located in our digestive tract. And I remember the first time, I think it was about five or six years ago, I saw a TV commercial that alluded to that fact. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's actually hit the mainstream. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny is what you're saying about uh, the fermented foods being a way to preserve foods, but thinking back to, you know, talking about food first, it makes me wonder if a lot of the digestion upset and difficulties that our younger populations are facing now is because of our food system and just how accessible all kinds of crazy things are to eat that maybe we're not always nourishing ourselves in the way that, um, you know, those before us did. And therefore those, um, you know, gut health challenges are coming up younger versus as a result of aging. That's right. And I think they are coming up in younger populations. But then, and it also becomes more of an issue as you get older, because I think one of the things that we can say is that nutrient depletions over time can compound. And 
many people will say, you know, I don't feel like I can kind of get away with what I could when I was younger. And I, there is some truth to that. I was actually just reading a study about the impact of sleep deprivation and the impact of sleep deprivation becomes more significant as you get older. It turns out that yes, it's true. 20 somethings can actually handle sleep deprivation a little bit better than 50 somethings. Mm. And so similarly with nutrient depletions, you know, if you think about sort of starting out with a nutrient bank account, as it were, and we hopefully are making more deposits than withdrawals, but we may be making withdrawals throughout our lifetime. I can certainly think of ways that I was eating at different times in my life that were worth making withdrawals. Well, you think about that compounding over time. And, and I do think that as we, as we age, it is an opportunity to focus more on getting the right food, supporting our healthy digestion. I mean, we do know that certain vitamins like vitamin B12, for example, that deficiency becomes much more prevalent after the age of 50. And in fact, the Institute of Medicine recommends that people aged 50 and older supplement with vitamin B12. And we know that B12 is so important for a healthy mood, um, our mental energy. It's, it plays a key role with our brain health. So B12 is really important. And that's just one example. And I think if you're supporting that optimal nutrient absorption, that starts with the microbiome and it starts with gut health. And so it's a, it is an opportunity as we age to have an increased focus on that. And one supplement that I really love in that regard is the Megaflora Over 50 because it brings together our signature blend of probiotics, but it also has specific strains that support gastrointestinal health. And it has turmeric. Turmeric is an herb that we know well for supporting healthy inflammation levels. And in this in this regard, it's help it's supporting healthy inflammation right in the gastrointestinal tract. I think that's interesting because we do talk about turmeric a lot and I don't always associate it with gut inflammation. I think of, you know, um, inflammation caused from running, for example, or, you know, like exerting yourself and that we use turmeric to support that healthy inflammation response in our joints. Um, but that's that's really interesting to think about using it um, within our gut. And so um, question for you there. Now, our regular turmeric supplements, we use... Um, bioparine in order, which is black pepper extract, in order to help us absorb the turmeric. Now, what about in our gut? Do we still need that or is that a different story? So it's going to be a different story with the megaflora for over 50. We want that turmeric, that response to support a healthy inflammatory response in the colon. We want that to stay more locally focused. And because of that, we don't include the pepper extract, the bioparine. And so I like that because it's a targeted support. Yeah, that's so neat that we can kind of control where the turmeric goes. <laughs> it's fascinating. I think, I think it is too. And you know, the other thing that's interesting about this blend is that as time's gone on, there's been a lot of research into different strains. And this Megaflora for over 50 includes two different strains that have some evidence around them. It's Bifidobacterium lactis. It's a specific strain. I won't read all the numbers, but it's a Bifidobacterium <laughs> lactis and a Lactobacillus plantarum. And they promote regularity, healthy 
bowel function and, and proper digestion. So that's that's important as time goes on because we, we do hear people complaining and about just gastrointestinal discomfort. And sometimes it can just be years of diet and life and stressors and environmental exposure and medication. If you think about it, our GI tract really takes a lot because ultimately it's it's exposed to the outside world. And I mean, through the opening of your mouth into your gastrointestinal tract, it's really, there's an opening to the outside world there. And uh, we got to give our GI tracts a little love. <laughs> So I'm hearing a lot of different benefits of supplementing with probiotics, you know, of course, throughout life, but definitely over 55. It sounds like we have the actual like mechanisms of helping us get nutrition, but then there's also going to be like the physical relief maybe if we're suffering from, you know, discomfort or, or you know, irregularity or things of that nature. Absolutely. I think there's can be short-term benefits and certainly long-term benefits. Well, thank you so much for that chat, Erin. It was enlightening as always. And I think we got a few really actionable, solid steps for our listeners here. I always enjoy talking with you both. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Erin. All right. Till next time, Erin. So, Colleen, that was a lot of really great information. I was wondering if maybe you could recap everything for, for me and our listeners. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. All right. So let me see if I have this straight now. A sound supplement plan for healthy aging might include food first. We want to kind of look at our diet and make sure we're trying to eat nutritiously and get as many of the key nutrients as possible from our food. But then, of course, we've got gaps in the diet. Um, whether we're young or old, you know, it's always hard to get everything we need from food alone. So mm -hmm. we're going to fill in the gaps with a multivitamin just to ensure that we're not missing out on something key. Then we're going to take our calcium and our magnesium mineral supplement separately from our multivitamin, and that will help ensure optimal bone support um, through good absorption of those minerals um, by taking them about two hours apart. And then we've got other nutrients that we want to include in there too. Um, I think Dr. Aaron Stokes, Dr. Aaron Stokes mentioned vitamin D and vitamin K that would help aid in absorption of the bigger minerals. Is that right? You got it. Great. It's hard to keep straight. <laughs> a lot of info. Um, and actually, you know what? There's this video that um, we have used, I think, in some uh, previous podcast episodes, maybe a blog or two for MegaFood, um, a really cute little animation that shows about how calcium and magnesium are absorbed and why things like D and K should be present. So I think we should include that in the show notes today. I'm so happy you said that because that's my favorite video ever. It's so adorable. So yes, our listeners will be in for a treat. <laughs> with that yes. video and they'll learn a lot. So yeah, little cartoonized minerals. Super cute. <laughs> okay. And then after bone support, we talked about um, supporting a healthy digestive system and, you know, having that gut bacteria, the good gut bacteria grow um, in our little personal garden that we call the microbiome to, to really nurture that microbiome, a probiotic will help. And not only will it promote that good digestion, but also immune support. So, I mean, what's not to love about a probiotic? Mm -hmm. And then we talked about probiotics like Megaflora for 50 and over, 
um, which contains turmeric to support healthy GI inflammation response, which is also fascinating uh, that turmeric can do so many wonders for the body. Absolutely. And the last thing I'd add to that list is, you know, consider planning ahead. You might feel like you're far from needing a healthy aging plan. You know, that's a few years out. You don't need to worry about it now, but it's important to consider, you know, future investments in our health. So talk to your trusted healthcare practitioner, determine your dietary, your supplement needs. We all have unique needs for our unique bodies. So, you know, think ahead, plan ahead. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we've given a lot of guidelines today, but you are going to want to kind of go talk it out with the person that helps you with your health. Absolutely. And on that note, um, I always leave this show feeling very hungry. So I think I'm going to go eat something delicious and nutritious, maybe some kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I'll go eat some leafy greens with some seeds on it to get my calcium. Nice. We should dine together soon because uh, I think we'd have a very nice spread. That supplement show goes to the restaurant. We can go on location. <laughs> awesome. I love it. All right. Thanks so much, Abby. Good talk as always. Always a pleasure, Colleen. Bye-bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Megafood, making vitamin and mineral supplements in New Hampshire since 1973. As a certified B Corp, Megafood's vision is to nourish a world in nutritional crisis. All Megafood products are certified free of gluten, dairy, soy, and 125 different herbicides and pesticides, including glyphosate residue. Learn more about Megafood's products, passions, and purpose at megafood.com. If you have a moment, leave a review on iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear from you. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.